0: You're listening to a Mango Languages podcast. Bonjour and welcome back language learners to Adventures in Language. I'm your guide, Emily. And in this episode, we're talking about the fluency illusion. While its name may sound magical, it's unfortunately no fun trick. In short, the fluency illusion is an automatic cognitive process by which our minds can lead us to believe we know more about the learning material than we actually do. The solution to overcoming this problem lies in active learning strategies. So if any of that sounds like what you came for, then keep listening. And for those of you who might not know me yet, I'm Emily. I'm a linguist at Mango Languages with my PhD in Bilingual Language Processing. I'm a teacher of English and Spanish and have studied seven languages myself. So all of that to say that the language learning process is very near and dear to my heart, and I'm here to help you get the most out of yours. Well, eat the capro. Let's get to it. Let's start with a story. It's exam day. Ji-sung came prepared. She studied, studied, and then studied some more. And then she got to the test and she froze! Everything she thought she knew, gone. Blank page. And now she's beating herself up about it. So what happened? She really, really did study to prepare. She read over all the relevant textbook chapters, and all of it seemed to make perfect sense in her brain then, so why couldn't she just get it together for the test? Ji-sung starts to wonder, is she just not smart enough? Does she have test anxiety? While all of those responses and emotions are valid, it's quite likely that what she's actually dealing with is a classic and frustrating case of fluency illusion. Now, some background on the term fluency illusion. Despite it including the word fluency, this phenomenon is not specific to language learning. Fluency in this context refers to general mastery or proficiency of any learning content or skill. The phenomenon was originally identified by a psychologist in a paper that got very little recognition at the time. This was Gates 1917. And the term itself was coined many years later within the field of psychology. However, second language acquisition or SLA researchers have since taken that general observation about learning from psychology and applied it to the language acquisition process by developing academic research programs that help us better understand it. And also by providing us with a whole host of practical study strategies that can help us combat it. And fret not, my friends, because I'll be providing a list of my favorite five go-to study strategies to help combat the fluency illusion in just a few moments. So what is the fluency illusion? In short, it's our mind's sneaky way of getting us to believe we know more about the learning material than we do. This happens with language learning, for example, when you can successfully recognize a particular vocabulary word during comprehension, comprehension meaning when you're listening or reading, but you somehow can't come up with it on your own during production, that is when you're speaking or writing. This happens for other content areas too. So perhaps you've watched as someone else solves a math equation and you understand each step as they do it. But even just moments later, you get stuck when you try to solve that same equation on your own. That's the fluency illusion at play once again. So long story short, the fluency illusion gets us to overestimate what we think we know leading up to test day, or in the case of language learning, leading up to real-life conversations in the target language, which, let's be real, can feel like a test all their own sometimes. So how can we keep ourselves from falling prey to this tricky illusion? The good news is that the answer isn't to study more, it's to study smarter. The key to doing that is to prioritize active study strategies over passive ones. Other terms for active study strategies that you'll come across in the education literature include active learning opportunities, retrieval practice, self-examination, or simply testing. And you know who knew about active studying strategies long before anyone else was talking about them? Any guesses? Sir Francis Bacon. You might remember him as one of the guys on your historical figures flashcards. He was a Renaissance philosopher, and way back in 1620 he reportedly wrote, If you read a piece of text twenty times through, you will not learn it by heart so easily, as if you read it ten times, while attempting to recite it from time to time and consulting the text when your memory fails. Turns out, he was pretty close. While the exact proportions are going to depend on a number of factors, current research suggests that for a given study session, students should consider using passive studying for about the first third of that time in active learning strategies for the rest. Now, that's why I'm gonna take the rest of this episode to share with you five easy, and in my humble opinion, also fun, ways to incorporate more active learning strategies into your language learning study sessions. Now, strategy number one, do an immediate recall activity. So you just learned a new grammatical concept in the target language, what now? What you're gonna do is close your notebook, close your textbook, or any language learning app, set a timer for one minute. Then, write down everything you remember, understand, or have questions about. It's just one minute, and this active learning strategy will help you realize what you understand and what you still might be hung up on. Strategy number two, play teacher. This one is perfect when you're at the point where you'd say, okay, I think I've got a pretty good grasp on this now. This active learning strategy also requires that you turn away momentarily from your notebook, textbook, or language learning app. Now, pretend you're tutoring a beginner student in the target language. Explain the concept to this imaginary student from start to finish and make sure to mention examples. And yes, out loud, don't be embarrassed. Heck, lean into the crazy and give them a name. I like to call mine Gary. If you can't explain the concept to your Gary yet, then you still don't understand it fully. And that's okay. That actually means that the study strategy is working because now you know where your learning gaps are. You see, overcoming the fluency illusion is all about identifying your learning gaps and filling them in. So fill in your learning gaps by reviewing what you didn't understand the first time. And then it's take two with Gary. Strategy number three, Reproduce old sentences with a new twist. This active learning strategy works great for learning both grammar and vocab. Let's say you want to master 20 new vocab words about air travel. Your list includes words like plane, flight, land, now spend a few minutes reading over some example sentences that use those vocabulary words. You can get those sentences from any trusted source, your textbook, the Mango app, or your native speaking friend. Then your job is going to be to recreate and produce each sentence on your own. For example, if one of the sentences was, my flight just landed in Detroit, you might say, "Anisa's flight just landed in Shanghai. Add in your friends' names, incorporate things you care about, really make these sentences your own. And when you get a vocab word that you can't remember, which is gonna happen, fight the urge to immediately look it up. Let your mind marinate on it. And if it doesn't come to you after five to 10 seconds of focused thinking, simply note it down that you forgot the word and move on to your next sentence. Your brain will percolate on it in the background and you might be surprised to find that the word comes to mind a few minutes or a few sentences later. Sometimes it won't and that's okay too. That percolation time where your brain is thinking on it in the background is actually really important for cementing vocabulary items in storage. Once you've gone through your list, go back and review any of the vocab words that you couldn't recall during the activity and then you're done. Okay, strategy number four. This one's fun. Try Sir Francis Bacon's thought experiment at home. But you're going to do it in style. Okay, this one's good if you're struggling to commit to any of the active study strategies we've covered so far. Because, let's face it, the passive study strategies like reading, listening, and skimming are all easier. They require less thinking and... You have a million other things on your mind and on your plate, I'm sure. But I'm here to remind you that the extra cognitive energy really is worth it. So here's how you're gonna convince yourself of that. Pick out two new songs that are in your target language. These should be songs you don't already know the lyrics to because your goal is gonna be to memorize the lyrics to the chorus of each of them. Now to be as controlled as possible, try to find songs that have roughly the same amount of words in the chorus, but Honestly, don't stress too much about it. For the first song, read the chorus lyrics 20 times through. Then, 24 hours later, test yourself by trying to produce them on your own. So you can do this verbally or in writing. That's up to you. Then record what percentage of the words you remembered correctly. Now for the second song, you're going to read the chorus lyrics through only 10 times, so half the amount. However, this time, after each time you read it, you're going to produce what you remember. Again, you can do this part verbally or in writing. That's up to you. And then 24 hours later, you're going to test yourself. So you'll write it down or speak it and record what percentage of words you got right. Now, research suggests that you're going to remember more words from song two, about 30% more. And this is because that strategy used active learning as opposed to just passive learning. Now, go sing song number two from the rooftops. Enjoy. Before we get to our last study strategy, if you're new here and you'd like to make sure you're up to date on all of our awesome language learning content, come join the Mango Fam by subscribing to the podcast. It seems like such a small thing, I know, but it really does help us build community together and enrich lives with language and culture. So subscribe, like, review, we appreciate you. Okay, onward and upward to number five. Use Mango! A lot of other popular language learning apps out there rely too heavily on passive learning strategies alone. They may seem fun in the moment because they rely on creating the fluency illusion. In other words, they give you the illusion that you're learning a language when in fact all you're doing might be matching pictures to words. Most likely, you desire to learn a new language because you want to actually use it and communicate with people in it. Unfortunately, multiple choice quizzes and picture matching comprehension checks aren't going to get you to the communicative competence you're after in real life situations. In contrast, the Mango app offers tons of speaking activities that encourage active learning. It also intentionally incorporates critical thinking activities, which prompt you to produce original sentences in the target language. In addition to our speaking practice activities, the app provides reading and listening activities that incorporate active learning strategies, and these train you to become truly proficient in your new language. For example, our reading and listening activities include carefully crafted comprehension questions that are designed to help you actively identify and address your own learning gaps along the way. If you don't already have the app, check it out. We have it linked in the description. We've also included some info for you about how the app has been intentionally built upon second language acquisition research. All right, time for a recap. The fluency illusion is an automatic cognitive process by which your mind tricks you into believing you know more about the learning material than you actually do. It can subconsciously lead you to believe that you're going to be able to actively produce something in the target language just because you could passively understand it when hearing or reading it. The solution to overcoming this problem as you all now know lies in active study strategies so in this episode we discussed five easy ways to implement those active learning strategies number one get in the habit of doing the one minute immediate recall activity number two play teacher number three reproduce old sentences with a new twist number four Try Sir Francis Bacon's thought experiment. That was the at-home song lyric memorization experiment. And number five, use the Mango app. If you have any other study strategies that you use to help yourself combat the fluency illusion, let us know. You can DM us on Instagram or Facebook at Mango Languages. Now that you've finished the episode, I hope you feel inspired to incorporate these study strategies into your language learning journey. I know I'm excited for you. Well, language learners, that's all for this episode of Adventures in Language. Per tublesador, au revoir, and I look forward to hanging out with you here next time. Bye!